how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Running Man here. Hey, uh, today I want to talk about um, why you shouldn't get married. One of the biggest reasons is the poor quality of the services that you will be provided, right? So, guys, you know, you're giving up a lot of freedom. If you do, you know, if somebody gets married, he's giving up tons and tons of freedom, right? But what does he get in return? What What is the payoff, right? One of the big, you know, supposed payoffs is that she's going to cook for you. Right now, for me, a woman cooking for me, for most women, is actually like something I actively avoid. Because I've been with so many women, I know how bad most of them are at cooking. You know, they could be lovable in other ways, but just cooking-wise, uh, most women are terrible, terrible cooks, right? Uh, and I'm going to go through some reasons why, and let's explain ourselves here. Uh, if you look, okay, on the outside, okay, uh, let's look at the peak of cooking, right? Obviously, it's been talked about many times, but in cooking, if you look at five-star Michelin chefs, right, Michelin chefs, how many Michelin chefs are men and women, you'll see that I think there's very, very few. I don't know the exact numbers I, I read online, but I don't want to give an exact number, but it's it's like it's like really, really bad. Okay, so women basically are not Michelin chefs, right? Now, you could say, you know, this is a rating system. You know, it could be biased. It's possible. Um, I, I've eaten a lot of Michelin chef restaurants, and uh, I think they're really good. So I would tend to think that they actually know what they're talking about. But let's just say, for example, that it, it's not completely reliable. No, no system is, you know, especially run by human beings, right? So, so what is, so we don't see a lot of women on top of the profession, right? And you don't see, let's, let's talk about wives in particular and eating and, you know, why do guys get married? Okay, there's, what are the, what, what, what do I say? What are the key parts of marriage? Okay, so there would be, one of them would be sex, right? The other one would be eating. Like, what, what is a relationship? Like, what do you do every day? Like, what is fucking life, right? This is basic things, right? So sex, eating, right? Sleeping, uh, money these days, you know, before on the Savannah, we didn't have money, but now money is a big thing, right? In modern life, right? So let's say we got eating, sleeping, sex. Oh, was there one more big one? But like, these are things that when you get married, you, these are, you know, some of the biggest things that you're going to, you know, when you invite someone in your life, which is what you're doing with a wife, right? Is, is you are, I don't know, I can't, I think so many guys are so fucking inexperienced with women that they don't, they, they, they see women as these kind of like, you know, almost like, not perfect creatures, but like somehow, maybe it's a hangover from their mothers or something, you know, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean like, you know, you, a female figure in your life could be your mother, right? So obviously is your mother and in most cases, right? So that, that uh, when you decide to get married, you think, well, you know, my mom can cook, right? Well, I, I interviewed actually a woman uh, who's an excellent cook. She's really good. I asked her, she's 76 years old, and I asked her, how did you learn how to cook? And she said that when she was six years old, okay, her mother had died, and her father basically said they lived in a very remote place. And, and I mean, this woman really can cook, like any kind of food. She's like so creative. I mean, she can make she can make something with nothing, and she can also make like a full-on, like a Michelin type of meal, like really really high quality, 
Um, she can make Iranian food, French food, Japanese food. You know what I mean? She, this woman can really cook, right? So very rare per individual. So that's why I asked her and I said, you know, what? how did you learn how to cook? You know, I just, you know, thought, hey. And she said, well, actually, because when I was six years old, my mother died. So I uh, had to cook. And, and my father said, make something in the kitchen. So she went over to look in the you know refrigerator and the shelves. They lived in a very, very remote place in Canada. And, uh, you know, basically her nearest neighbor was like miles away, right? So she looked in the kitchen and, and, and there was like bread and ketchup and a couple other things, right? So she had to make a, a meal with that, right? And so, you know, obviously it wasn't the greatest meal, the first meal, right? But now, now, 70 years later, so 76, six years old, 70 years later, she's really, really a good cook. So not only has she focused on it, she really focused, she's very disciplined, right? And she focused on it and she, she, you know, her house is just full of cookbooks if you go to her house, just absolutely like, just cookbooks is, if you ever wanna make her happy, like you just have to buy her a cookbook. Like she is gonna use it, especially if it's a good, it has to be a good cookbook, right? Something unique or special. She, she, so to this day, she still studies, right? So it's taken her 70 years to get to the level of cooking that she's at. So don't expect, you know, some 19-year-old woman to be able to cook because they can't cook. Women can't cook. This is the fucking facts, guys. They can't fucking cook. Get over it. It's the fucking truth. And if you have a lot of girls and you, and they and you let them cook for you, when here's the thing is is after a girl fucks you, right? You're very relaxed and happy. So almost anything she makes is like wonderful, right? But what, what if you dig deeper, okay, this is the experience. This is this right now is the benefit of having experience with many women because I would sit there. I remember a girl would come over, we'd have sex, and then she'd come over with like a bag of food, right? And she was a bunch of stuff. And then she was going to cook some food for me, right? So she'd come over, she'd have all these special ingredients, and then she would go in the kitchen and she would cook something. She would come out, she'd bring it to me, and it was good, right? And I was like, whoa, this is, this is, this is good. This is nice. I, I didn't say that. Of course, I was super happy. Right? I was like, "Well, this is awesome. She's awesome. Sex was great. You know, the food is good. I'm so happy. Smile, smile, smile." But you know, over the years, that was so it was overwhelming, and also because I was a really young guy, that it, you know, sex blew me away, and I was just in bliss for like hours afterwards, right? But over the years, I started to look more critically at what was happening, and what I realized was. And I would actually get to know, you know, obviously over the years you get to know the women and you find out what's really going on. And especially as, you know, for myself, like a lot of women, uh, I don't know, they see me as somebody, I guess they trust in a way because I'm, I'm kind of a, like I'm, I've always been, <laughs> in a sense, I've always been a player. So they, they, they kind of see me as a unique person that they can kind of like share stuff with. It's not socially acceptable. So I get a lot of my good information actually from women because they're like, I can tell this guy something, right? He's not going to judge me, right? I don't judge women, right? I just, I, you know, and so in that sense, I get, you know, they, they, they're more free with sharing information, right? Because I'm not going to say, oh, you know, you're a slut or, you know, whatever. But they, they start to tell me and they'll say, well, you know, when we first met, I made that omelet, you know, and they'll say, well, I read in a magazine that it said, you know, if you make this particular food, you know, the guy's going to think you're a great cook. And I'd be like, yeah, I remember that. I could say, you know, it's 10 years ago, whatever. It'd be like, yeah, I remember that. That, that was that. That's exactly what I thought when you made that omelet. 
And she'd say, well, you know, that was the only thing I could make. I couldn't make anything else. Like I couldn't, there was nothing else I was capable of making. I could boil an egg, I could make tea, I could make coffee, and I could make that omelet. And that's, that's it, except for maybe oatmeal. And, you know, that, that was the only thing because I was trying to make you happy. So I read this magazine and I bought all these complex stuff you know, all these different ingredients and spent a fortune and came over and made that omelet for you. And it so got me thinking these kind of stories. And I realized that it's it's what you are presented as a man by the woman. It's very easy to to kind of generalize that, you know, it's it's easy to be fooled. Okay. It's very, very easy to be fooled because the woman is going to present, you know, something to you. And, and it's like, it's almost like not cool to ask questions, you know? It's kind of like, thank you very much kind of thing, right? But the thing is, is when you're talking about living with somebody or marriage long-term, you have the right to know the truth about it, right? So, but society doesn't allow you to do that. So much like, let's put it the other way around. Let's say that a guy, uh, you know, has a, a rented Lamborghini, right? And he takes her out on a meal and, you know, takes her out for a date and, Everything goes great, and then, but you know, before she marries him, she has the right to know that that's not his car, right? That the guy's broke as fuck, right? That he spent his salary <clears throat> renting that car that night and taking her to dinner, right? She has the right to know that, right? I think don't think anybody would disagree with that. I think you have the right as a man to know how shitty uh, girls are at cooking, because if you don't know that, you're really like going down a bad, bad road, because. I can tell you this, okay, let's not even talk about my girlfriends. Let's talk about something else. I, I, I once uh, was in a position that I was able to uh, see 1,000 housekeepers, right, and manage 1,000 housekeepers. So I got to send them to houses and, you know, they would go and, do, you know, cook food and they would, you know, clean house and this and that. And so I managed the situation for, you know, a bunch of reasons. And... So what happened was I, I, the customers would tell me what they wanted. You know, they wanted a maid for this and that. And then and they would ask me really like clearly like, can she cook this? Can she cook that? And it was, it was the, basically there was two kind of clients that we had. And one of them was a client who didn't know anything about maids. So it was their very first maid. So they would say, you know, they would interview her. And as long as she was friendly and she dressed pretty nice, you know, around the house, they would be like, oh, she's like a perfect maid, you know. But the experienced families, they knew that, that there was a huge, huge difference in the quality of services the maid provides. So the experienced, uh, the experienced people, what they would say is, can she cook this particular meal, right? Can she make a sukiyaki? You know, can she make, um, you know, uh, some certain French dish, right? Can she make this? Can she make that? And they would they would very specifically have her list what she's capable of making, right? And uh, and then and then they would say the same thing with uh, they would be very specific about uh, with children. So an inexperienced couple when they order a maid, they'll say something like, "Oh, they they bring her over," and they would like let her play with the kids, and the kids would like her. They'd say, "Oh, she's perfect. The kids love her," right? But the experienced couples, they knew from hard experience that finding a good maid is really difficult. So, and, and here's the funny thing. The funny thing was, is that women, the guys tended to be on the side of, hey, whatever, you know, just let her come over, she'll figure it out, right? 
women were not. Women were very specific, and they were always like more hard, very hard ass on these on these wives, or sorry, on these maids. And the reason why they were, I, I think, now looking back, I think the reason why they were so hard ass is because they knew their own ineptness, you know, and and, and they knew what they couldn't do. And they knew how difficult it was to do all these things, right? They, they knew that it wasn't easy to, to, to be a good cook, right? So just like that woman who took 70 years to become a good cook, right? Um, it takes a long time. It takes, and that, it's not just time. It's like discipline and desire and, and fortitude, you know, like to become good at something, to become great at something, right? It's, it's not just, it's not even just that. Sometimes it's even just situational. So for example, if Usain Bolt grew up in New York and he was downtown in all the happening areas, would he be such a great runner that he is today? Would he have run, because I read a lot of his, his uh, biography, till his feet were bloody if he was sitting in, in, in like downtown Manhattan? Or was it partly because he was in Jamaica in not such a wealthy place where he didn't have so much and he had to make do and he just dreamed of fucking doing it, you know, being a superstar and the, the motivation and anger and you know, frustration and, you know, everything looking around him, that all motivated him to become great, right? It wasn't just luck. I mean, it just wasn't just natural skill. That guy trained like a motherfucker, right? So it's the same thing with cooking. Cooking is, cooking, to become good at cooking is no joke. If you've ever taken cooking classes or really learned how to cook, you really appreciate, uh, you know, a good restaurant after that because you're like, holy moly, this is not easy, right? You know, it's like, all the, the more you know, the more you know, right? And so it's like you appreciate things, right? So appreciating good food is 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 uh, on the other side of it is 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 spotting shoddiness, right? So it's like you can't have one without the other, right? You start to see, oh, okay, this is not good. That is good, right? So let's look at it that way. It's not it's not putting people down. It's actually having a brain, okay? <laughs> you know, and, and, and being able to, you know, uh, differentiate between poor and good, right? So let's see, here in this article, I looked around for, uh, you know, what guys, uh, wives, you know, cooking abilities and stuff, right? So basically, they're saying uh, that uh, in this one here is uh, men who skip meals at home because wives are bad cooks, right? So, you know, th there's so many uh, situations where guys are basically... You know they're 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 avoiding uh, talking about it even. You know they just go out and eat, and they just kind of like avoid. They don't want to really talk about it. And they they have to bring in male privilege and all this stuff. In any any of these articles, it's very interesting when you search stuff, right? I'll give you an example. Here's what I searched to start with. I searched wives provide shoddy service in food, sex, and financial intelligence, right? And it was interesting because when I search everything before I make videos, okay, before I make a video, I try to find the facts. I try to find the statistics. I try to find if anybody wrote about this before. And what's very interesting is that usually a Roaning Man podcast, when I search for what I'm, you know, just to get back up and facts, it's not even written on the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't exist. Let's look at this. Why is variety service in food, sex, financial intelligence? I tried searching many ways, by the way. This wasn't like, I didn't try to outsmart Google or, you know, trick it. I just basically, that's what I think. I think most wives provide very poor services for guys. And it's a total joke, actually. 
and they don't even try. And there's a reason. There's many reasons we'll talk about in this podcast, right? So here's what we get: same-sex couples weigh financial uh, pros cons. Uh, the European external action, uh, intelligence about food and drinks, trafficking young women. Yeah, trafficking women. They're trying to find out something about women, and you find out about guys. You know, trafficking, right? Same-sex marriage in court. Same-sex, same-sex. Straight women and gay husbands. Uber's background checks. Rwanda human rights practices. Statistics don't back up claims of rape culture. So this is what I get back when I search. A very basic thing, which every guy knows, that women, you know, that 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 every woman's not a fucking genius, right? So every wife that you're, because the thing is, is, is here's the thing, is a guy gives up a lot to get married, okay? He gives up a lot of freedom. He gives up, uh, you know, a future of working hard to provide money for the family. You know, there's a lot of things he gives up, but what does he get? And somehow it's not cool to ask that. You know, it's like. Oh, you can't ask that. You can't you can't judge a woman cooking. She's too busy, right? It's like, yes, you can. You the reason why you can is because you don't have to get fucking married. That's what MGTOW's all about. If if it's shitty service, you know, why do you fucking why would you even think about getting married? If she's not good in sex, she doesn't I've talked about that before in the pussy episode. Most women never study, they don't learn anything, they don't know how to give a really, you know, a pro hand job when they're sick. They don't know how to give a super good blow. They don't know. It's just like shit they've done since they're 17. And as they get, you know, uglier and older, it gets worse and worse, right? You know, it gets, you know, they, they just repeat the same thing. They're not learning anything about sex. Women do not make a big study of sex before they get married. They just want to know the basics, right? Financial intelligence, saving money, dollar cost averaging, important stuff for your future, right? So let's look at what women uh, study, okay, before they get married, right? So here's an article. Uh, oh, first thing is, okay, when I started to find search for today is what women study before they get married, there was almost, okay, this was fucking interesting. You can search it yourself. There was like nothing available from the Western media, pretty much. Like there was pretty much nothing. You had to go into some kind of niche you had to go into like a lot of the, the, the links here are from Africa and they're from India, right? And uh, because they, they just didn't have anything. There was just like, what does a woman have to do before she gets married? Nothing. She, she has a vagina. She just has to be a woman. And she's like wonderful, right? In the old days, women studied to become a wife and they learned a little bit how to cook. They had classes. It was a preparation. What did they call that? Home ec? In, in high school, when I was in high school, I graduated, uh, you know, a long time ago. They had a, a home ec class, and women learned how to cook. They learned there were certain things they taught uh, women, and we were forced to take the class too. My my generation, but before that, it was all women in that class, right? So there was something that in in society would give women a leg up, but those things were long gone, right? So not only is the class gone, but the concept is gone. No women basically. All they do is try to get the guy to marry them. They don't really do anything to prepare, right? So here's here's in the West, right? And 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 even let's look at the let's look at this other one here. So this is preparing for being a uh, uh, a wife. So here's what they say: developing into relationship God. Okay, that's the other thing. Is every site that I found was either overseas, it was either like India, Africa, right, or it was um, religious. So those were the three 
types of like preparing to be a wife sites where they actually gave information right but let's let's look at the quality it's good they're doing this okay it's it's very good it's great we're glad you know it's it's awesome if women are going to get married they should prepare as seriously as a guy prepares to be a doctor an astrophysicist or whatever he does right you know they should prepare because this is now their one of their careers and they should if they care about this they should learn right so let's say what the Let's see what they recommend here. Develop intimate relation with God. Okay, like I said, it's a Christian site. Uh, develop a master the art of fidelity and trust. Okay, now there's a there's a paragraph there for you. Master the art of fidelity and trust. Now, how many sentences are there? One, two, three, four, four, five sentences. Right. Um, you're gonna learn. Uh, this is what the woman is preparing. There's not much out there, you guys. This is it. Okay. There's five sentences. Master the art of fidelity and trust. Learn to be 100% committed prior to a serious courtship. What does that mean? Be happy with what God has blessed you with and cultivate your relationship. How? You know, it is important to be a woman of your word. If you promise something, be sure to do it. So that is all the training she gets for being fidel, you know, uh, not, not cheating and, and trusting the guy. Now, there's a lot more I can think of, but this is like basically, at least they're trying. These are absolutely pathetic attempts to half-ass give the girl something so at least she can, kind of like that omelet, right? The girl made the omelet for me. And there's nothing wrong with this girl. She was awesome, right? But she, she that's all she could cook, right? So they're giving them something so they can at least prepare and they, can, they have something to show the guy, hey, I can make an omelet. Hey, I can have sex. You know, hey, I can do this. You know, hey, I can do that. And the guy's like, oh, if she can do that, she can probably do this, 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 which is all not true. It's a front, right? It's a total front. She hasn't really studied. She hasn't developed herself. She doesn't really care. You can tell from these links. When you read a man's link about how to be good at something, it's fucking deep, man. There's like links. There's like annotations. There's like, you know, all kinds of videos. And, and you know, like it's, it's like deep. You get into the statistics of things and, you know, all this kind of stuff. None of this is here. This is just bland, average, you know, developed, you know, it's, it's, it's not even, there's no, there's no, um, what do you call it? Like there's no system to analyze. There's no, there's no, they're not analyzing wives. They're not researching. They're not interviewing thousands or tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of wives and finding out they're not doing any kind of research. They're not, uh, if they did research, they would just ask the women what they think, right? That's kind of like asking a guy why he, um, what he eats every day, right? And he doesn't even remember and he's like going to tell you he's going to lie because if he's overweight, he's going to forget about that, you know, the six beer he had last night. You know, he's going to just kind of like asking people is different than finding out like having hidden cameras, uh, you know, the laboratory tests, checking the food, you know. Uh, you know, keeping statistics like she made spaghetti this day, she made spaghetti this day, she made spaghetti this day. Inside the spaghetti on Tuesday was this. Inside on Saturday was that. You know, no, it's just, she's going to make the same shit. She's going to make the same boring shit. She's going to have very limited skills because this is her preparation. This is all there is. And I can venture to say that most women don't even go this far. You know, they just get like a half-ass, you know, lecture from their mom. right? So let's get down to number four, learn how to cook. My mother once told me that a woman that can cannot, cannot cook is not cute. Okay, we know men like to eat. Let's be serious here. We all need to eat to live. Okay, now this is, they haven't said anything about how to cook yet. 
Eating out all the time can become expensive and doesn't. Who doesn't love a home-cooked meal from time to time? From time to time. Interesting. If you So when a guy gets married, does he think that she's going to make a meal from time to time? Is that what he thinks? Is that what you think? Is that what you thought before you got you know married and divorced, became big town? That her preparation for you know serving you for being your wife, okay, just like you serve her as a husband, okay. That's what I'm not saying, you know what I mean. We we all serve, you know, like any real estate agent will say, I serve this type of client, right? It's just things of service you do for somebody, right? It's not like the old days of being a slave. I'm just talking about you serve, right? So, what does she serve? Okay, let's go here. If you cannot do anything beyond boil water, invest in a cookbook. So this is this is the advice, right? Think about this. Think how pathetic this is. If you cannot do anything beyond boil water, this is women talking to women. Okay, so if you can do anything beyond boiling water, like if you can, let's say you can make scrambled eggs or a couple of things, you can just ignore this because basically you're fine, right? But if you can't do anything, if you can't do fuck all, if you're completely lame and have no skills at all, you need to buy a cookbook, right? Right? There you go. Buy a cookbook, okay? And try one new meal a week, right? Basically, you're coming with boiling water. Like, even the logic doesn't make any sense, right? If you can only boil water, how can you make meals six days a week? If you're only going to do one new one, how do you make the other six if you can't cook? except boil water, right? So it's just, it's it's basically what she's saying is like, you're going to eat out back to the time to time thing. So you're going to go out, she's going to order out, she's going to get Chinese takeout, she's going to take you out, she's going to go to Whole Foods, waste your money on stuff there. She's going to do, and then she's going to try to make one new meal a week, right? While you're busting your ass at work, you know, getting that project done under ba- under budget, and you're making sure that you know everybody you're managing. You're out there busting your complex ass in a very difficult situation, with the knives out from your competitors. And she, her job is to make one new meal a week. Okay, now, fuck. I mean, I just can't even like, dude. That is so embarrassing. And I want to go deeper into this too. Okay, look. There's two parts of like being healthy. This is my opinion. Okay, this is not. I couldn't even find a link on this because this is Ronnie Man here. But I personally, okay, now I grew up in a home with excellent food, okay? That's partly why I'm in good shape now. I grew up in a very healthy home as far as food goes. It was fucking awesome, right? And, and that really was a huge advantage to me because we had a lot of good food. We were in an area with a lot of healthy, fresh vegetables. And I was in an environment where I ate a lot of homemade food, right? So I was quite lucky. I was very, very lucky. But what I learned, and also I did quite well in my life. At different points, I've been very wealthy. So in that period, I was able to eat some of the best food. And some of the people in my family did a lot better even than me. So I was able to be around good food. I know good food. I've been all over the world. And so I've eaten so many great restaurants. And it's 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 just, you know... I, I, I'm not a snob at all. I, I, I can't even like, and I'll tell you why. Because what I found is what through all that, having all that great food, eating all those like either famous chefs or famous places or famous dishes, uh, you know, traveling the world, reading the food section and going and visiting, you know, getting reservations, doing the hard work that it takes to get the good food, right? Um, I've, I've, I've done that. 
And what I learned from that is that for me, and this is just me, is that there is great food out there, okay? Um, but in a sense, I turned my back on good food. And this is something that uh, is, 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 is probably counterintuitive. But I realized for myself that the quality of the food, the taste, is not that important to me. Uh, believe it or not, the, the number one thing for me is I'm like a car. And so I have to give the car the highest quality food or like a rocket. Maybe I'm more like a rocket. And, and if you put any bullshit in that, in that fuel, the rocket could explode, it could crash, it could not get to the atmosphere that it's, it's trying to get to, right? So in order for me to, per, to per, perform as a person, to sleep well, to eat well, to be good at this, to, to have the energy uh, as I get older, it's, it's, it's very, very, I consider like the quality of the taste of the food is very, very uh, low on my scale. Although, let's, let's be straight, I fucking love it. So when I taste a great meal, I'm just, you know, it's just, it's, if it's healthy and also great, oh, what a combo. You know, I just, you know, that's one thing about Thailand. The food is very good here. And, uh, you know, recently a friend visited, we went to some really nice restaurants and it was, it was like a real treat for me to be eating food that was not only healthy, but creative, uh, you know, just full of life and, 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 and like, you know, seasonal and everything that you get when you get really excellent food. But I really, I know that that is so hard to get and so difficult uh, because, you know, it takes a long time to make good food, right? So, for example, even a great chef, like in any country where they have, like in, in the U.S., you probably don't even aware of this, but in most countries, uh, restaurants are closed in the afternoon, right? They're not open for breakfast and they're not open in the afternoon. And they close usually about two o'clock and they usually open about six o'clock. And the reason why is because the cook, the chef is preparing dinner. So they prepare lunch, right? And then they really prepare dinner, right? So the chefs in a Japanese, for example, sushi shop, they might start shopping for fish as early as four or five in the morning. They go down to Tsukiji, they look, they, they, they look at all the fish's eyes very they, they can look a Japanese sushi chef can look at the fish's eye and know immediately how how, how, how good that fish is they can just look at the eye and they know that fish you know how fresh it is how good it is and they bid on it they get it and then they take it back to their restaurant right and so they they're, they're up like I'd say very early and that's why a, a sushi chef in the afternoon uh, you'll find them they prepare dinner but then you'll also see them sleeping behind the bar there where no one can see them. They'll have the door locked too. But if you ever get in there, you'll see the sous chef. He kind of sleeps inside the restaurant also because uh, even between things that he's doing because he doesn't get much sleep at night. So he's, you know, he's, he wakes up so early and then also he, he dinner goes on until say, say 10 or 11 o'clock at say a top sushi place, right? In Japan, in Tokyo. And then he has to clean everything. So often he's there till two, three in the morning. Right. And he's like, you know, bleaching the floors and doing all the things he does um, and preparing. And then the next day he's up at five o'clock. So he needs to get sleep. So you see him sleeping in the afternoon. You see him sleeping in the morning. He just gets sleep whenever he can. And that's why sushi chefs are not popular job, because it's just so goddamn hard to cook good. It's really freaking hard, you guys. So I'm not blaming the women. I'm not saying like, you know, but I'm just saying like you as a as a MGTOW, right? You're trying to decide how to how to invest your life. So do you want to invest 
Cooking is difficult. It's, it requires not just hard study, but it also requires daily discipline and, and almost like ruining your health patterns to really be good at cooking. That, that, that is the truth. It's one of the worst jobs. Uh, you know, if, you, if any, any top chef, it's like they'll be like, this is not a great way to make money. They'll try to get their son into being a doctor or, you know, programmer or something, you know, and artificial intelligence. He's going to try to get him into something else because being a chef is like a really brutal, tough job. And there are benefits, and it's awesome. You know, I'm glad people do it. Uh, very, very glad. But do do any of these things ring true with the average millennial woman in North America? You know, do any of these discipline, study, you know what I mean? Like, not just discipline with studying, but discipline with trying things and creativity. You have to try all new things all the time. You have to try new ingredients, you know, new flavors. You know, even like a good chef will, every Every meal is seasonal, right? Based on the vegetables that are the freshest of that season, right? So the reason why is not just to change. It's because seasonal things are healthier. They have more vitamins, right? They're fresher, right? So there is a big benefit to seasonal things. And if you go to any top Japanese restaurant, you'll see uh, in in Japan, right? Not, not There is basically no, hardly any top ones uh, outside Japan. But in Tokyo, if you go to a top restaurant, You'll see they're very seasonal. They won't brag about it. Those, you'll you'll look and you can say, "Hey, wh- what is this here?" And she'll say, "Oh, that's uh, you know so and so that you know this season we you know put that in there." And 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 it's like they really are serious about it, right? And then look behind the counter, see who's cooking. It's a guy, right? So so that, that there's a thing you can't totally blame it on women, but as a guy, you have to understand what you're getting into, right? The fuck are you getting into with marriage, right? What what is going to happen? Okay, so let's go back to my thing about food is you know rocket fuel. Okay, so cooking is not the main thing for me, right? It's it's health. So I'm looking at what are the vitamins that I need to be healthy because I know that restaurants, even if I was let's say let's say that I have a billion dollars to spend on food and I could just eat anywhere I wanted at any time, the food's not fucking available. Because if you want the best food who's also the most healthy and fits, you know, like, it's not just a good chef. It's a creative chef. But it's not just that. It's a chef who studies vitamins and health for different ages. And, you know, a guy who's 50 needs different things in his food than a guy who's 20, right? If a chef really knows all this stuff, and they don't even teach this in cooking school, this is like more like bodybuilders get into this. And, you know, they'll, they'll, they're going to get into exactly what they need to grow their muscles at a certain age, right? And for me, a real chef, a real cook can not only do, you know, the the the, the deep, different kinds of cooking, creative, every season, um, understanding, you know, how things mix together and all that, and having that kind of like that, that just gumption to try new things and push new things because monotony is the worst thing with food because your body needs variety, right? So that's one of the problems with good chefs. They only know a lot of good chefs. They're good, but they only know a, a limited amount of dishes, right? They're French chefs, right? They're Japanese chefs. They only know that. They don't know the large variety of Indian food, and they can't make Iranian food. They can't make Israeli food, right? They can't make Mongolian barbecue. They can't do all these other things, right? That's how you get the variety in in your body, right? You need that, right? That variety. So obviously, it's always derided, but eating out. And getting your own shit is like a huge benefit when it comes to, to health. So if you're going to marry a woman 
uh, and she can't cook, like you have to get in deep right away with her and find out if she can actually cook. And you're going to find out, inevitably, you're going to find out that she cannot cook. It's all a front. And she doesn't even, and, and this is where you have to be very politically careful, is you're going to realize that she doesn't care, right? And you don't want to put that in her face. Like I said, there's no reason to put down women. That's, I think a lot of people misunderstand my, my podcast sometimes, is you're trying to find the truth, almost like a fucking spy, okay? You don't, when you find something out, you don't just blurt it out and tell everybody, right? You, it, this is for your own enrichment, okay? You're not out there to hurt people. You don't want to make, a woman can't cook and has no interest in cooking, and she wants to be a wife. There's no reason to put her down. You're just finding out the situation so that you make the right decisions in your life, right? You know, if if your best friend is marrying her, then you might tell him, right? But, you know, being smart with women, being, you know, getting a good deal in life doesn't mean putting in people's faces. In fact, not putting in people's faces is much, much smarter, right? And and, and, and finding out the situation so you make the right decisions for yourself, right? There's What is the benefit of putting down people? There's no benefit of, of telling a girl that she cannot cook. Look at this picture on the... Thing, you know, if you just tell her, you know, you cannot cook, it's all a front, that's why I won't marry you. Why would you do that? No, you just, you realize she can't cook. You realize that, that uh, she doesn't know anything about health. She doesn't know anything about variety. And she doesn't have any interest. And then she's just going to read some article like this, you know, with one paragraph. And then she's going to buy one cookbook. And she's going to try one thing a week. And then you have to think, is that what I want? Right? And she's going to do the same thing with sex. And the same thing with financial decisions, right? She's going to read one paragraph. She's going to, you know what I mean? She's going to talk to her mom. What is that? You know, the way I look at it is like this is, okay, teaching is a good example. Okay, there's a lot of shitty teachers in the world. Okay, they're, they're teaching in small schools and classrooms all over the world from kindergarten to university, right? But what's happening today is, as the world becomes more competitive and more global, is you're seeing online courses uh, that are very high quality from MIT, Oxford, Cambridge. You're seeing the best professors, or some of the best, providing an excellent lecture online. And, and what, what happens, that's kind of demasking or uncovering the fact that most teachers are lazy. They're not really top. They're just like filling in a role. There's a small community. They need like a English teacher. And so, you know, so-and-so becomes an English teacher. And in fact, uh, you know, most teachers, it's even worse than that, is they basically get to school and the school says, hey, you're going to teach, you know, history. The guy doesn't even know about history. She doesn't even know about history, but she has to learn about, you know, enough to teach this one book, right? She doesn't even have any interest in it, nothing. So don't be surprised if teachers totally suck ass because it's, it's like you just, until now, you just needed teachers to fill classrooms. So kids can come in and there's a book and they follow it. And this is why teaching, that's why, this is why education is so shit, is, the, is you have these teachers who barely know what they're talking about, teaching things they don't have any motivation for, they don't have any drive, they don't study, they don't improve themselves. But it's now being unmasked as we're comparing quality teachers, the top teachers, who are giving away their lectures for free. And what you're finding is, what you're having now is teachers all over the world watch these lectures because they're... They're like, holy shit, I'm like a terrible, terrible, I don't know shit about what I'm, I'm wrong, like 90%. I got to watch these guys. And, and so it is having good benefit in this case because teachers are actually, they know their asses on the line now. 
So if anything else, they're like mimicking these guys that they see on MIT. Anybody in the teaching profession knows there's a huge effect of these quality free lectures are having on teachers, both in freaking out and also in uh, in in the very few some people actually improving themselves, right? Uh, but when it comes to cooking, women and, and and like little you know wives out cooking all over the world for guys is the same kind of thing. They're just half-ass. They've read one paragraph. They buy you know for 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 a few months they bought a, a tried a new meal a week and then that's it. They go into lethargy. They forget what they cooked before. The, the, the there's no you know what I mean like there's no trying to like and it's like I said it's 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 really complex for me because it's not just the quality of the taste I that does not turn me on the main thing is the jet fuel so I need to know what's in a blueberry right right what 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 is the connection between a beet and a blueberry so where can I get the you know the thing that turns your your tongue purple where can I get that the cheapest and put it in the most food because I know it's very good for me okay now garlic you know what does that do and then variety what do I need you know like not just on a one meal variety right there's variety is difficult because you have to think about it. you have to be disciplined right cooking is discipline right and, and eating if you want to be healthy requires discipline so you have to say what did I think I might start doing this I might start writing down what I eat because you need to get variety it's not about one meal right it's just like some really unhealthy uh, person you know makes one healthy drinks a shake or whatever she that they think is healthy and they say oh I've done my healthy thing right now I can go you know live the rest of my life right it's not about that it's about long term okay health is long term guys it's not just today it's not just one meal so what did you get for the week what's the variety that you got right this is what you want to think about even if you're not getting married right you have to start to plan like what am I getting what age am I what do I need what vitamins what has changed you know and then how to get all those things in my body so that I don't have to go to the doctor so I can be healthy so you know what I mean so I'm not fighting against the tide right so I'm not like swimming up the stream trying to like run so hard that I eat off all this bad food that I didn't even realize was bad right it's because I've educated myself and I've, I'm and I'm disciplined. I'm writing down. I'm making sure that I get I get the things I need right. This is like one of the most valuable things you can do is focus on getting the right vitamins and nutrition and, and, and nutrients in your body at the right time and always learning and, and, and learning what is unhealthy and cutting that out. You know, sometimes it's very counterintuitive. Like carrots are full of sugar. If you have any diabetics, they'll know that. And cooked carrots even have more sugar. So if you're trying to avoid sugar, you would avoid uh, carrots, right? And so these things are counterintuitive. So it's not that simple. Vegetables are not vegetables, right? Uh, it just depends on how deep you want to go into it. For me, I have my whole life and I'm free and I'm single and I'm always going to be single. So I have a ton of time and I have I have a curious mind. So I'm always trying to go deeper and deeper and deeper into health because this is, I think, one of the biggest, if, if, it probably is the biggest uh, thing in your life, right? If you, you can be, you can be rich as fuck, you can have a super hot girl, but if you're unhealthy and it, it's hard for you to get out of bed and you, you know what I mean, your breathing is labored, it's just not good. You know, it's just not the same, right? Whereas if you pop out of bed and you feel great and you're healthy, then like life just is, is, is like even the simple things are really awesome, right? So health is like the number one thing and like 
you're trusting your health because when you eat, it's like it's like feeding that rocket. It's like imagine a bunch of like fucking wives out there making half-assed rocket fuel based on one paragraph, and the rockets are crashing like all over the fucking place, right? They're just crashing, blowing up. You know, guys are like super fat. You know, unhealthy. You know, and 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 you know, so many guys like they they become unhealthy when they when they get married because the the food is just shitty and there's no variety, right? So. They're crashing all the place, and then nobody notices that this is happening, right? And the, and the idea is like you may you live longer if you're married. I've already destroyed that one, but I just in case you didn't hear the episode, it's like the reason why guys live longer when they're married. It's very fucking simple. Think about it. What what about? Let's think about what about dogs, right? When you go to the dog store, which dog do you pick? The depressed dog who sitting in the corner and like weak and miserable and like unhealthy? No, you're gonna pick the healthiest friendliest, nicest, muscular, good-looking dog that has a good, you know what I mean, good personality, right? Women, that's what they do. They pick the best guy because guys are so desperate to get married that they just, they pick the pick of the litter, the guys with the most money, the tallest guys, the most healthy guys, the good sense of humor. Women are very, very good at this. This is something, you know, evolution has just attuned them to falsity in guys and they can see right through your fake stuff and they can see they pick the good guys they, they just cherry pick the guys who went to the best schools you know who have the highest intelligence who are the most ambitious and all that right so naturally these guys lived longest right if women picked if they women went on skid row and picked like older guys that were like you know homeless and shopping carts you would see this whole getting married makes your life makes you live longer just disappear immediately right but there that's 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 why very simple reason why married guys live longer is they're picking the best guys. And the minute, okay, here's the other thing. The minute you fuck up, okay, so you lose money, you you, know, you go bankrupt, the woman divorces you, right? So like being married makes you live longer. Being married doesn't mean you were married 20 years ago. It means married now, right? You're married now because you're still producing and you're on top of your game and you're providing her with all this money and things and security and you're doing all this stuff on a continual basis, not just a one-time thing, right? So they're judging you, not just on one time, which is very brutal, but also like, you got to keep it up, man. <laughs> it's not just one time. It's for the rest of your fucking life. And if you fuck up, they leave and they go look for another guy, right? So yeah, so I don't know. There's there's more here. I had more stuff. Um, uh, let's see, where was it? Okay, here's, okay, one last thing. I know this this is getting... Some people don't like long podcasts. Other people love them because they're, there's so much depth in them. So I tend to, I like depth personally. I want to learn. Women are important enough to me and relationships and understanding life is important enough that I'm willing to listen to an hour long or two hour long podcast. And I do it all the fucking time. I study my ass off, guys. So this is just my, my ways. Other guys, they only watch three minute videos. Personally, life's complicated. I want to know the truth. I'm willing to put in the hard hard yard, right? So here's an article. We'll just end on this one. It's women can't cook by a very brave husband. He almost looks like a, you know what I mean? Like he's like a, I don't know if that's a brave look. Is that a brave husband look? Just look at that guy. Is that brave? No, no, that's kind of like you just shit your pants kind of look, right? But let's say what he talks about by being, what does he mean by being brave? Okay, so basically, when's the last time a woman cooked you an excellent meal, not just a nice meal or plain good meal? 
a hearty meal, but a piece of cuisine that had you smacking your lips for weeks afterwards. I'll wager that you can't remember, right? Because such a meal has never been uh, cooked by a woman. The truth is, women can't really cook, right? And he goes into all the things, and he goes very specific about his wife. He talks about his wife, right? Cooking is poor. It's a matter of necessity, right? Women see it as a matter of necessity. And you can see that in the women's advice blog that we looked at before. They get one paragraph, right? Learn to cook, try a new meal a week, move on, right? That's the advice you get, right? You know, it's like, what the fuck? You know, how the fuck can a woman learn how to cook from that? You know, like, I mean, geez, I mean, like I said, the 76-year-old woman, she can cook and she and she didn't even, even her, it took 70 years and she's got a bazillion cooking books that she studies all the time and her favorite present is a fucking cooking book because I know her. It's true. It's even today. And she will fucking read it. If you give her a cookbook, she will look through it and find a good recipe. If it's a good cookbook, she'll look through and she'll she'll find a good recipe and she'll actually make that exact recipe and it'll be fucking awesome, right? And that's, you know, that's that's the level that you need to be to be a great cook and like that's not even and like I said, I you know, I should actually go back to that. That woman who's the greatest cook at 76, even her doesn't understand bodybuilding and doesn't understand the vitamins and protein and things like that because and that's what kind of frustrating with me because I actually care about both you know I care about the quality of the food the taste you know the texture the way it looks all that and I also more importantly care about just the vitamins that are that are in this particular dish and making sure that it's all right and I don't want to put down she's awesome she's a great cook I could never be like that but you know at the same time would I want to be you know Married to her, she spends a shit ton of money on food. I mean, I mean, she spends a shit ton. But you don't need to. To get the same vitamins, you can be much more fucking MGTOW about it. And and you can get it cheap. Like I talked about before, blueberries have that, that uh, thing that turns your tongue purple. And also beets do. Beets are very cheap. Exact same vitamin, right? So when you eat a, put some beets in a soup, you're going to get a shit ton more than you ever would in blueberries. And it costs you like a dollar, right? So... It's, it's like, you know, all these things I'm always calculating to keep myself healthy, right? And, um, and most women either go the way of doing nothing or becoming great cooks. And that, that has great side effect, right? It's going to be variety. It's going to be all that. But it's also going to be very expensive. And uh, there is that kind of... I've just seen with chefs and really excellent cooks is there's a kind of a looking down on the way I eat in a way because I think of myself as an engine. Now, I appreciate what they do, but they don't really appreciate what I do. And I, 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 most of the time, I'm just like rocket fuel. So I'm trying to figure out how to get the garlic in me, the olive oil, the real olive oil, not fake olive oil. There's a lot of fake olive oil out there. And I try to get all these things in me uh, like a rocket, right? And the, the, the real chef doesn't really appreciate that uh, because they're on a different, you know what I mean? They're almost like on a different path. It's like, a, it's like, it's like the difference between an architect and an engineer, right? You can have a great engineer who can design the arc, design the interior, the earthquake proof and all that. And then you can have the architect on the outside, but it's very rarely the same person. So that's all it is. Is like when you have the, the artist on the outside and then you have the hardcore number cruncher, right? I prefer both, right? Um, and But if I'm going to choose one or the other, I'm always going to pick the number cruncher because that's more important. 
believe it or not, that's more important. The structure of the building, the structure of your body, the structure of your food, the, stru- the things that you're putting in there are most important. How it looks and the beauty is great and the taste, and it is very important because uh, just like a w- beautiful woman will make your dick hard as a rock, and an ugly woman, a fat woman, will like make you not want to have sex and run away the other way, same with food, right? So as you get older, a good tasting food can can kind of entice you to eat when you're not that hungry or get you to move into, you know, putting that in your body when you maybe don't want to or whatever. So there is, you know what I mean? There is like a mixing and that's why it's, you know, it's like there's the art and there's the science, right? So they're both in there and they're both important. But if I'm going to choose one or the other, go in science, right? Okay. So basically the woman, let's go back to this guy's talking about his wife. Uh, Let's say go, he talks, he just basically makes fun of women. Um, if you want to find this article, I can put it down on there. But if you just go, woman can't cook by a very brave husband, uh, you're going to find this uh, this uh, link. And he just basically talks about, I mean, it's pretty, in some ways, it is pretty brave, actually. <laughs> because he uh, he does talk about being a great cook and how poor his wife is at cooking. But now here's the mainstream media. Look at this shit. What is below? His fucking wife. He can't even make an article. If a woman wrote an article about cooking... And how bad guys were cooking. It would just be alone. And it would be like there would be nothing else. But no. A man says something like this. And they have to interview his fucking wife. Right. Who can't cook. And she admits it. Right. So she goes through it. She talks about it. And the only thing she can say about him. Uh, that uh, that he is a great cook. Uh, but basically. You know. She has to praise him too much. You know. You know. She has to like. He demands like. You know, when he presented, it's like the Olympic flame. You know, here's my beautiful thing. And you have to appreciate. And he brings it out. Look, let's see here. Uh, The food will arrive at the table. She's talking about her husband. That would be normally reserved for an Olympic flame. Right. So it's like the guy is like super proud of what he does. And he like brings it out. And like, here it is. Ta-da. Here's the new meal. And she's the only thing she can basically say is that um, is that he's he's too proud of what he does. Right. So this is a really pathetic woman, actually. I mean, it really is. It's, it's, it's like she thinks she's being funny. Right. She thinks she's being funny with this. It's to me, it's like so it's so lame. It's lame for many reasons. It's lame because the guy finally told the truth that a lot of women can't cook. And he took it on himself to learn. And then the, the magazine has to include his wife. It cannot be a guy telling the truth. This is why MGTOW is going crazy. The reason why this channel and other channels are going crazy is because guys are like, fuck, you can't even get this fucking shit out there. You can't learn anything in mainstream media. You have to get to MGTOW to find out what the fuck is going on, right? And it's but when it comes to men and women and relationships and fucking sex and all these things that are super important, right? So this one's about food, and I've never seen a MGTOW about food, but I think I think food is one of the main reasons why you don't want to get married. Because women suck at cooking, okay? Dig in fucking deep, like I said. If she makes you that one good omelet, find out if she can really cook. Because when you're fucking living with this woman and she's feeding your kids, she's feeding your kids. She's going to feed your kids. If you're getting married, she's going to get pregnant, right? And you're going to have kids. And I've seen so many kids that are fat nowadays. And the reason is because the food that they're getting from the wife is shit, okay? That's usually the reason. And it's not politically correct, but it's the fucking truth. If you had a videotape in her house, you would see her standing there serving some shitty food, taking them to a shitty restaurant, 
and the guys, the kids who don't know better, eating whatever's provided by their mother. And what makes it even worse is whatever you're giving as a kid is something that you, you get attached to. And I really see it in Thailand because you have German guys here, French guys here, Japanese, Korean. You have all these different guys, uh, mainly guys living here. And, and you see them going to like a German restaurant. They have this German restaurant up on uh, Soy 11. There's a German restaurant. And, uh, you know, I went to eat there a couple times. And it's really half-assed German food. I mean, it's really not great at all. But it looks German inside, you know. And they do have German meals. And they're not that bad. But the thing is, is that guys are so... Uh, this is what they grew up on. So you no matter how half-assed it is, it's better for them than eating a hamburger or pad thai right, every day, right? Because they can imagine what their mother made. They can imagine what they ate when they were a kid. And they can kind of like get nostalgic and eat this food. But you can really see how early indoctrination of food uh, or the introduction of food to kids affects their lifelong uh, flavors, what they like. Because I see a lot of expats here who, who will order some totally shitty, terrible dish. And it's like the only reason why they order is because they used to eat it when they're young. So what you provide to your kids is, 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 is giving them a map for the rest of their lives. So a woman who provides poor quality food without thinking, reading one paragraph before getting married um, and perverting one type of new meal, whatever that means, every week for how long she doesn't say, you know, which cookbook is she using different countries cookbooks is you know what i mean no he's just a half-ass try something girls basically you know go do something and it'll work out right it won't work out and it hasn't worked out and it doesn't work out and girls are shitty cooks and so just like teachers they're getting uh now they're being you know showed up by these great lectures online and it's the same thing with women is that now with migtow we're like you know able to like nail this stuff down and again it's not the reason why this never happened before is because guys just went into marriage so easily and so you know you don't want to like put down your wife you know there's no like i said there's no reason to put people down but silently you can find out the way life is and then you can make smart decisions as an intelligent man based on that knowledge and that's what i want you to do so don't put down your wife don't put down your girlfriend but find out what is going on so that you can make intelligent decisions about your health. And, and if you do want offspring, your kid's health, just as important or even more important than your own health, right? So women don't provide that. At this stage in the game, it's pathetic. It's really bad. And you see a lot of fat kids, unhealthy kids. And that's a direct result of what they're getting fed at home. And everybody knows it. No one can face it. No one gets to blame. It's just like, you know, who gets to blame? McDonald's right? The big food companies. That's why everybody's so angry. Women are shitty cooks. They don't study. They're not careful. They don't, they don't, they don't study cooking. They don't study health. They don't, you know what I mean? They, 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 they and then they blame it on these big companies because the blame has to go somewhere and the blame is going to go on the companies, not where it belongs. Where it belongs is on the women, the wives. Okay. They're the ones at home. They're the ones cooking. You know, if a guy is at home, exact same thing for him. No difference. If the guy's making the food and he, you know, he's out there smoking weed all day, doesn't give a fuck, takes him to McDonald's, exact same thing. Fuck that guy, right? Fuck that guy, right? He's evil. He's fucking evil. Feeding kids shitty food is evil, you guys. It's like, what is wrong with you? Would you, kid, would you put your kid into some death 
you know, race, you know, would you put him into a dangerous situation in a war zone? Would you feed him food that's going to kill him? No, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to your kids. And it makes a difference and you can do it. But the way that you can start to, I guess, get on the right path is you yourself is you got to get serious about your life as a MGTOW, right? Forget what women part in it, right? You start to study health yourself. You start to study cooking. You start to study vitamins and nutrition and look at all aspects, right? Look at bodybuilders. Bodybuilders are important. They're very important. The reason why, not that they know everything, but is it's difficult to grow muscles like a plant. A green, a guy with a green thumb, a woman with a green thumb is somebody who can make that plant grow. And it's something you can't force. It's something you have to, it's an art to get that plant to really grow. Anybody who grows weed knows there's a huge difference between somebody who really knows how to grow it and someone who doesn't, right? It, but it takes skill. It takes skill to do that. To, to grow the muscles, to grow your body is the same thing. You're growing it like a plant. So it's, it's, it's like, in one sense, it's like very scientific, but in another sense, it's like artistic, right? You're trying to get that thing to really put on those muscles. And you can't fake it, right? Unless you inject, you know, some kind of bullshit in your, in your arms, right? So bodybuilders and people who are looking for a direct benefit right now in their bodies have a place in health, okay? And wonderful chefs who, you know, Michelin chefs who, who cook are also have a wonderful place. And vegans, vegans know a lot about food. Not that you want to be a vegan, but it's worthwhile to study a little bit about what vegans eat and why they eat it. Because they're studying food. Okay, vegan aside, whatever side on the political scale, forget all that. Okay, they're learning about food. That's important. What did they learn? You want to know that. Guys are curious, right? Break out of this fucking, you're half asleep fucking mode, right? Take control of your life. Take control of your food. This is one of the most important things because women will not do it for you. You need to do it yourself. So I hope I motivated you guys to really go out there and change your life. Be fucking healthy. Be ripped, right? Have the muscles you want, right? Be a fucking animal. Don't be a fucking, like, where you're just like, you're just like half asleep in life, right? You want to be completely awake and moving forward, helping other guys, and be a fucking animal, MGTOW. That's what it's all about in the end. In the end, it's not about someone else's failure, man. It's about, it's about your life, right? Make yourself have a kick-ass fucking life, right? Hope this little... Uh, was good for you and thank you very much for watching and uh, again i'm going to put up a, a donation link i don't know if it's going to be patreon or paypal but i'm going to figure it out i'm having a little bit of it's the first time so give me a little bit of time here but i appreciate any kind of donations uh, i appreciate all your motive you know like the motivation i get from all the awesome comments i'm getting fuck and the views is unbelievable you guys it's some of the videos are just going crazy and it's like man i tell you it's 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 I know that there's so much out there. Guys need this help, and I, and I, I just am so glad to be in the middle of this. I can't, uh, I can't even think of something I'd rather do. So that's that's how much I love it. So thank you very much for watching, uh, Ronin Man. Uh, signing off.